Natasha Torres. I'm a spinning teacher, a recovering academic, and the founder of SheepSpot, where we're on a mission to revolutionize spinning education by using the power of online courses and communities to help spinners make more yarns they love and enjoy every step of the process. These days, I can make just about any yarn I can imagine, but believe me, I was not a natural spinner. Now, many skeins and hand-spun projects later, spinning allows me to express myself creatively and quiet my mind no matter how crazy the world around me gets. I created this podcast to give you both a clear strategy to become a skilled, confident, and versatile spinner, and lots of quick, actionable tactics that will level up your yarn making quickly and easily. If you're an inquisitive hand spinner, you are in the right place, and I'm so glad that you're here. There are so many wheels available these days. I feel like there's a new wheel that comes on the market like every week. And if you're just getting started spinning, how do you know which ones will work for you? In this episode, I'm going to share my three favorite wheels for newer spinners, why I love them, and what new spinners should consider when they're choosing their first wheel. Hello there, darling Sheep Spotter. Welcome to episode 88 of the Sheep Spot podcast. I'm Sasha, and my job is to help you make more yarns you love. When I was looking for my first wheel in 2009, I had the good fortune to come across a blog post by Abby Frankemont called Choosing Your First Spinning Wheel. It is a great post. It is still out there. Uh, I will link to it in the show notes. And if you're looking for your first wheel, you should absolutely check it out. Um, Abby's post led me to my shacked ladybug, which I still own and love. I loved it so much that I actually bought another one to live with me in Nova Scotia. Um, and Abby's post, like most of her writing, is very measured. She tries, in other words, to kind of keep her opinions and preferences to herself um, and to resist generalizing from her own experience and saying that the wheels that she prefers are the best wheels for everyone. I'm going to be a little less measured because uh, I have strong opinions about wheels and I'm going to share them with you today. So first, let me tell you about my criteria for a good first wheel for a new spinner. Number one, I believe deeply that the easiest drive system to learn on is Scotch Tension. I will go to the mat for that. Um, and the reason for that is that Scotch Tension, for reasons I discussed in the last episode, episode 87, Scotch Tension allows the widest range of adjustments to your take-up tension, and I think it is the easiest for new spinners to use and understand. So... I'm not going to recommend any bobbin lead or double drive wheels. I learned to spin on a bobbin lead wheel, so it is technically possible, but it nearly broke me. And double drive can be great when everything is adjusted perfectly, but it can be really fiddly. And if you don't 
understand well how your wheel works, uh, it can be it can be hard. So I don't recommend it. Scotch tension is the way to go. If it's a treadle wheel, as opposed to an electric spinner, it should have the widest possible range of drive ratios available. This doesn't mean that you need all those ratios when you first buy your wheel, though you should have some range right from the start, but rather than that you can add additional drive ratios later when you need them. Drive ratios allow you to vary the amount of twist in your yarn without trying to adjust your treadling or drafting speed, which are, it's hard to adjust those things once you've got them into muscle memory. Um, so using the right drive ratio for your yarn just makes life way easier. And I want your life to be easy. Um, so scotch tension, a lot, lots of drive ratios. And it also should have a range of differently sized bobbins and flyers available for spinning different kinds of yarn. As a new spinner, you probably don't know yet which kinds of yarn you most love to spin, but, and you don't necessarily need all of these options right away when you first buy your wheel, but if you learn later on that you really love spinning bulky art yarns with a lot of texture, you want to have the option of using equipment that's going to make that as easy as possible. And that means a large orifice, big bobbins, and flyer hooks that aren't going to catch on all of those pieces of texture that you have so lovingly incorporated into your yarn. Similarly, if you decide that you want to enter a contest to spin the finest singles in the world, you'll want to have the option of a lace flyer uh, and lace bobbins available. Now, on to the wheels. So my first choice, and it really is hands down my first choice, it's the Lendrum Double Treadle. And it's my first choice because I think it's possible that I've never actually met a Lendrum spinner who didn't like her wheel. Even better, Lendrum is one of the most affordable wheels out there. I re- recommend getting the complete package version of the Lendrum Double Treadle, which includes the standard flyer, which has 6 to 1, 8 to 1, and 10 to 1 ratios, four bobbins. That's a good number of bobbins. Um, it also comes with the fast flyer, which gives you ratios from 12 to 1, 15 to 1, and 17 to 1, and the jumbo plying flyer, which gives you slower ratios, and a large plying bobbin. So you get all of that stuff and ratios from, let me see, 5 to 1 all the way up to 17 to 1 um, with the complete package, and that's $910 USD at the time of this recording. And another wonderful thing about the Lendrum is that it folds easily for travel. So in a pinch, you can put it in uh, checked luggage. It's really easy to transport. It's relatively light in weight, and it doesn't take up much space. I do all of my teaching demos on my Lendrum. It's the wheel that I keep at my studio. And I love how 
just straightforward and responsive it is. It's also one of the easiest wheels out there to maintain. Um, so undisputed first choice is the Lendron Double Treadle. My next choice is, perhaps not surprisingly, the Shacked Ladybug. It comes with three bobbins and ratios from 6.5 to 1 to 10 to 1 included. Uh, it currently costs $9.97 US dollars at the time of this recording. But you can extend that range from 3.2 to 1 up to 14.5 to 1 by purchasing additional whirls. So unlike the Lendrum, where when you change whirls, you also have to change flyers because the whirls are physically attached to the flyers, with the Schacht system, um, the... Uh, flyer whirls are not physically attached to the bobbin. So all you need to do, you can use the same flyer with all of all of their different whirls. Um, and then another advantage of the shacked wheels is that they all use the same flyer and bobbins and whirls, which is a big advantage if you ever get a second shacked wheel. And a jumbo bobbin and flyer is available from shacked. Another, if you wanted a travel wheel and you liked the feel of the ladybug, the the shacked sidekick is very similar to the ladybug, but it does fold up. And my sidekick is actually my favorite wheel of all my wheels. It's just the way it's set up is the most comfortable for me to spin with. So choice number two is the ladybug, or if you need a travel wheel, the sidekick. And my third choice, I suspect, might surprise some of my long-term listeners. Uh, For a long time, I was not a big fan of electric wheels, of e-spinners. And the thing that really turned it around for me was the Electric Eel 6 from Dreaming Robots. Uh, Now, I will say that e-spinners are not my first choice for beginners because I think there's a lot to be said for learning on a treadle wheel because of the way it teaches you about how to manage twist. Um, And I feel that it gives you way more precise control over your twist than an e-spinner does. But um, there are... A lot of advantages to an e-spinner in certain uh, situations. The EE6, the electric wheel 6, is a scotch tension wheel. Um, And it is a great choice if you have mobility issues that would prevent you from treadling or treadling comfortably. Uh, It's very small and easy to transport. And it's also very lightweight. I think it weighs about a kilo. So it's great for people who are living in small spaces or who travel a lot. Drive ratios aren't an issue with electric wheels, as you can put as much or as little twist into your yarn as you want just by turning the speed dial. Uh, And the electric eel 6 is very well priced. You can get one with six jumbo bobbins, a power supply, and a foot pedal, for $299 US, 
which makes it a great option for someone who can't or just doesn't want to shell out $1,000 for a wheel. Um, I know when I was first starting to spin, I I mean, we, everything was much cheaper then, but um, I think I paid about $550 for my ladybug in 2009. Um, but when I started out, I was really hesitant to buy a wheel because I kind of didn't know if the spinning thing was going to stick. But on the other hand, I knew I needed a wheel if the spinning thing was going to stick. I needed a wheel to practice on and work on. Um, and I think that if you are in that situation and a treadle wheel would be a major outlay for you and you just don't know if it makes sense for you, that starting on uh, something like the Electric Wheel 6 uh, would be a good option for you. I haven't talked about the Daedalus electric wheels, which um, do have some models that are similar. They're all more expensive, I believe, than the electric wheel six, but um, they have some, um, so they have a range of, they come at a range of prices. And I know people absolutely adore those wheels. I've just never spun on one. Uh, so I don't want to recommend something that I've never used. So those are my current three choices for best wheel for beginners, the Lendrum Double Treadle. And I actually did a review of my Lendrum early on in the podcast. I think it might be episode six or seven. Um, so that's my first choice. The Shacked Ladybug or the Sidekick would be my second choice. And the Electric Eel 6. I don't even know where it falls on that list. Um, because if you if you can't treadle or you can't treadle comfortably or you don't have the space for a wheel, then it's going to be first on your list. So I won't even worry about the order. So let me close with a couple of additional caveats. If you can possibly borrow a wheel that you are interested in or try it at a shop or a fiber festival, do it. If you have a local spinning guild or someone who teaches spinning locally, they may have wheels that you could try out or even borrow for a period of time. Spinning wheels are simple machines, but there are enormous differences between them. Some treadle wheels will just fit your body better than others, and some will just feel better to spin on than others. Um, Even if you do the work of learning about how wheels work and understanding about um, mechanics and how to make adjustments. They just, they're different and they feel different to work with. So if you can possibly try before you buy, do it. Uh, And then finally, like Abby, I don't recommend an antique wheel as a first wheel for most new spinners. It may be complete. Getting replacement parts is going to be difficult, if not impossible. They usually have only one bobbin. uh, And they tend to have been designed to spin a particular kind of yarn well, whereas most modern wheels are designed really to be multitaskers that can spin a wide variety of yarns easily. The one... one occasion when I think it makes sense to start with an antique wheel is if you have one that has come down from your um, through your family. Uh, and in that case, I think that's a special situation because there may be, you may have an attachment to that wheel 
Um, you may have a deep attachment to that wheel that makes you want to learn to spin on it first. And I, I think that that is, makes perfect sense. So as always, there is a post in the flock where you can comment on or and or discuss this episode if you'd like. I will link to it in the show notes, which you can find at sheepspot.com slash podcast slash episode 88. Well, my friend, that is it for me this week. Thank you so much for listening. I will be back next Friday with another episode and a new pillar. Uh, I will meet you right back here. And in the meantime, go spin something. It will do you good. Have you joined the flock yet? The flock is Sheepspot's free online community for inquisitive hand spinners. As a member, you'll get access to a complete library of podcast episodes, all the free resources I've created for the podcast, several self-guided challenges, our Friday spinning check-in, and more. Head to theflock.sheepspot.com to sign up. <laughs>